Live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Julian Clover. Cambridge 105 Radio. Let's hear about a new project which has got underway. It involves Living Streets Cambridge. Uh, They've joined forces with the RNIB and Camsite in an attempt to put an end to pavement parking. The joint campaign kicked off on Monday of this week uh, with the launch of a new website by Living Streets Cambridge. It's stumblingstreets.com. There's a video as well. In a moment, we'll hear from David Stoughton of Cambridge Living Streets. But first, here's Hadija Vaza of Camsite. So, Hadija, these are problems which I guess are bad enough when you're sighted, but if you can't see, that's going to make it many times worse. That's very true. Um, I'm a person who did have sight and then uh, it deteriorated over my teenage years. So I do know what the experience is like, uh, both sides of it. And um, I must just say that obstacles that you don't expect to be in your path can be really disruptive, very disorienting and quite frustrating, really. And I guess that's the problem, isn't it? Because a lamppost, if you can't see and you know there's a lamppost there, unlikely that one is going to spring up overnight you'll know to avoid it, to go a slightly different way, so you're not you know, bumping into the thing. But if it's a car, which one moment is there, the next isn't, and then it's there again, that's a real problem to somebody who's already having difficulty navigating around the streets. Yeah, absolutely. I think that um, a lot of people with visual impairments, they learn their routes, um, and they learn the safest way to do the routes. And then when you have these unexpected obstacles, it can, like I say, it can be very disruptive. Um, Even just as my own personal case, just the other day, I wasn't expecting to um, sort of bump into a car. I just avoided the car, but did not avoid the wing mirror, which went straight into my stomach, which was quite painful and, um, you know, not really what you want to do. That was a typical Monday moment, but um, yeah, not great. Is there residence parking, which is a problem, people simply wanting to park fairly close to their front door or is it more likely people who think it's perfectly fine to park on the pavement whilst they nip into the shops and you know get a sandwich or something um yeah I think it can be both uh definitely the latter is is more difficult to kind of contend with um just because you know people aren't thinking they're just doing the spur of the moment action um I um a lot of the time for my my work, I have a support worker. So he is the sort of eyes of my job, as it were. And when I'm walking out and about with him, there is a lot of things that he sees and he points out to me. And I just sort of didn't realise that just right in front of me, some the people have seen me with my cane, but they are still sort of doing quite dangerous moves that without him, I wouldn't have um, wouldn't have known and really put myself in danger. Do you think that maybe these these bad habits of street parking got worse with the arrival of the COVID restrictions, where we're all sort of living just ever so slightly differently, but maybe not actually improving at all now that those restrictions are being removed? Definitely, definitely. We saw that the lockdowns and the sort of social distancing measures put in a lot of new practices that um, really exacerbated the problems of street clutter and pavement parking. Again, it was just sort of like uh, nobody was watching, so sort of bad behaviour started cropping up and we just have become really, really accepting and just very comfortable with this this idea of pavement parking and that we, nobody's really questioning it and that's what we're here to do today to say you know this isn't this isn't okay people are being affected by it so yeah and like i say that the habit has continued 
Um, so I hope that we can we can sort of just open people's eyes to the detrimental effect this is happening happening having on um, on many vulnerable pedestrians really. It's very strange, isn't it? Really, that uh, because the streets are completely empty or virtually empty, people then think it's acceptable to to park where they shouldn't do. It's uh, yeah. some, something which has then exacerbated it, itself over time. So, so other than those people who are doing the parking here, who, whose responsibility is it to put a stop to the problem? I think it's the responsibility of the county council to an extent, just because. Each local authority has its own uh, power to enforce pavement parking. And I think that we need to put more efforts into doing so. And also the police, just making sure that we are actually, you know, there is going to be some sort of consequence for this. Um, One of the reasons why we decided to do this campaign in the first place was that uh, a resident of Cambridge here, um, actually in Cambridge City, came to my organization campsite and said that they were really, really struggling just sort of going to work because of all the pavement parking. And they had been to all the authorities and really didn't get very far because, you know, they, they were bounced around and ultimately they said there was no sort of power to um, put people in their place. Hello, David. I'll come to you in a moment. I just wanted to first of all ask Hadija a little bit more about this video which has been put together. Where can people see it, first of all? Um, So you can see it on the campsite YouTube page. Uh, You can also see it on Living Streets Cambridge's um, new website, Stumbling Streets. Is that right, David? That's correct, yeah. It's it's up there under our current campaign page. Yeah, and it's also just on campsite social media. So you were telling me you were filming this in in the area around Addenbrooke's Hospital and the and the and the biomedical campus. I've I've thought with you know two car parks at least within the Addenbrooke's mm. area that there'd be no problems at all with parking, but that's not the case. No, it's not the case, and a lot of staff members um, of the biomedical campus sort of park on on other streets like the Greenlands Road that we were filming on. And do you think the problems on Greenlands Road are reflective of uh, some of the, uh, the the other issues around around the city? Definitely. And I think what I would say is that Greenland's really shows sort of some of the worst things that can happen where, you know, there are a lot of there's a lot of foot traffic on that road because people are trying to get to get to the Addenbrooke's campus. And then there is, you know, cyclists and the pavement parking. So there is a lot of obstacles for people to traverse. As fact, you know, it's also a residential area. So there are things like wheelie bins also just out and about. So there's a lot. There's a lot that people have to contend with. Mm. And you did the video in uh, partnership with uh, the RNIB. And uh, I noticed also our uh, our friend Councillor Sam Davis was also involved in it. Yes, yeah. And we also had some residents from the Red Cross area, you know, Residents Association coming out to support us to make the video. I think the video is really, really powerful because it shows a few key obstacles like pavement parking, like wheelie bins, and it's showing a range of people with different vulnerabilities. So maybe they're in a, a, a wheelchair, in a, a motorized scooter, in uh, maybe they're like me with a white cane or a guide dog, or even a, a person with a push chair. All these different people are impacted by the exact same obstacles. So it's a, it's a larger community than you think, actually, that are affected by inaccessible streets. Yeah, I know when it's bin day on uh, on my street, it becomes a complete obstacle course. And, yes. Uh, and then, of course, you contend with the problem of what, what do you do when your bin isn't emptied on a particular day? But that's a, mm. that's a whole other yeah. story. Um, David, um, 
the hot spots then uh, around the city and South Cams as to uh, where one is perhaps more likely to encounter a, a badly parked car is uh, would would you be able to name and shame a few for us? Well, the, there are a few that have shown up regularly in the submissions that I've had. Um, the, the the most obvious ones are the bottom ends of, of Arbury Road, uh, Mill Road, which shows up frequently. Uh, the, the whole of the Red Cross area, which is in fact what Hadija is talking about, uh, is, uh, I mean, I have more photographs than I can manage to put up from that area. Um, then there are old roads like St Andrews Road, which seems to have a lot of problems on it, uh, and regular problems on Riverside. And I guess it's not just cars, is it? These sort of A-boards, which seem to have multiplied during the pandemic of uh, people advertising what you can pop in and get at their their cafe or shop, they can be a bit of an obstacle and get in the way too. Yep, A-boards are definitely a problem. Um, it, it, obviously fine on the on the shop forecourt, but they tend to stray out into the out into the street and and, uh, and on corners, which is never a good place for a Yes, and, and, and sometimes I've noticed a few which are sort of you feel like they're miles from the shop which they're they're actually promoting, and they you know they'll claim the shop is open, you know, even when you know the place is shut because they're never that they're never taken in. Uh, David, this I gather was a, a pretty popular idea with your members. Well, we did a survey uh, last year when we really just after we started to revive uh, Living Streets Cambridge, we went out to get opinions on the condition of pavements and what problems people encountered. And around 70% of the responses we got out of, out of um, well over 300 people mentioned pavement parking as a, as a primary, either their primary or secondary concern. Um, we had a, a lot of other things regularly coming up, broken pavements and, as you say, A-boards, misplaced street furniture, uh, and, of course, the, the proliferation of e-scooters and things. But uh, pavement parking came up as, a, as, a, as probably the number one issue. And when we asked members what they would like us to campaign on this year, uh, it, it, pavement parking was overwhelmingly the problem that most of them wanted to contend with. I suspect you'll have the support of many Cambridge 105 radio listeners for that as well. I'm wondering if people want to join Living Streets itself and help out with the campaign, how do they do that? They do it through the, the Cambridge page, or the, the local Cambridge page on the Living Streets website. Um, I will uh, post that. It's quite a long address, unfortunately. Well, we, can, we can pop that up, if you like, on our website when we're, when we're done here today so people can maybe take, take a look at that and then link through. Because I'm guessing link, Living Streets is um, a pretty much a national organisation. It is. It's a, it's a, a national organisation for, for, the, for the pedestrians and pedestrian freedoms and rights. Um, and, and it covers a range of things. And, and clearly, there are many other issues we will want to deal with. But pavement parking not only you know, poses terrific problems for a large number of uh, 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 pedestrians, but actually a lot of the heavier vehicles are partly responsible for the rapid decay of pavement. So, you know, paving stones get displaced, uh, ruts get worn in, 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 the, uh, in the pavement area. Yes. That does not help. 
No, and I, I don't think that the council will say they don't have the money to necessarily fix things as fast as they'd like to either. So that's possibly all adding adding to the mix. Well, both of you, thank you very much for, for joining us this morning. Uh, Hadija and David, thanks very much indeed. As I mentioned, we'll, we'll pop that uh, Living Streets address, both for the, the organisation and also that video, where to find that. And we'll put that on our, our website and on social media a little later on. Uh, thanks both very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Cambridge 105 Radio.